This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. No one quite does lineup day like Bonnaroo. And nobody quite does lineup hype like Bonnarooians. The most glorious day of the year is here, but will it live up to two years of waiting and two lineups? That blew our minds. What will the 2022 Bonnaroo lineup have in store for us? We do a deep dive line by line today on the season five premiere of the What Podcast. It's lineup day, kids. Brad Steiner, Barry Corder, Lauren Taco. The What Podcast starts right now. The most magical day of the year. It is lineup day. The What Podcast, which bands this year that matter. It's Lord Taco, Barry Corder. I'm Brad Steiner. I uh, I can't believe it's actually here. We, we're good at the lineup part, Barry. We're not so good at the festival part. Um, I don't know if uh, we can do lineups all the time. In fact, let's do a few more lineups. It doesn't really mean we're going to have a festival. That's true. That's true. We've had lots and lots of practice. Yeah, we've got the lineup thing down. Now we, we have to point out again because we're actually going to do this. Yeah, point out again the longest running podcast about an event that hasn't happened. That hasn't you. happened, sure. <laughs> um, I uh, I can't believe it's it's actually happening, and and there's a part of me that um, maybe I don't know, maybe I'm I'm alone on this, but boy, I have tapped out for so long on this kind of stuff. I didn't follow any of the rumors. I didn't follow any of the leaks. Uh, up until like yesterday and the day before and like a week ago, that's it. I just been tapped out and I kind of would suggest that to a lot of people <laughs> because it's been glorious not worrying about this. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I thought, man, am I what am I missing here? If I am, am I just that old? 
which I know you're going to say I am, but uh, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I sort of missed. I tweeted this out earlier. I miss Blam. Do you remember Blam and how fun that was where we all got together and, and hung out? I mean, we all went to uh, Mellow Mushroom that one week or that one night, and we had a big lineup reveal party. We watched Blam together and called a phone number. And every time we called, we got a different person on the lineup. It was so much fun. Yeah. And now we just wait around till noon. <laughs> well, <laughs> And then we have fun talking about it. And then we rethink it a week later and talk about it some more. Yeah, I get really excited and say it's the greatest lineup ever. Then two weeks go by. And I'm like, man, I really hate this. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm never going again, <laughs> ever. I'm never going again. I hate it. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the lineup is out. And um, should we you know, do this first? What do you want to do first? We've done this is our fifth year, and I thought maybe we should do a quick sort of uh, what do you you call it in in the biz a reset. A reset. There might be okay. people who uh, who don't know who we are and why well, we're here and what we're talking about. The reset should be my hair. I just rolled out of bed. What's going on here, guys? Oh, is it all right? Okay. Do we need to start over? Why uh, you go fix that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so you do the reset. I, I'll I'll leave that up to you. It's all you, Barry. Well, I'm I'm Barry. I work for the Chattanooga Times Free Press. Brad is uh, in radio. Brad Steiner works I'm for... Russ. Yeah, down no, no. At the, nope. Brad with the hair. What, what do you... Your program what? you What is your title? Yeah. Program director, operations, and a uh, uh, radio cluster in uh, New Orleans and uh, Baton Rouge. But... um, And then... Uh, Russ is that's, in Ringgold in the bus. Russ yeah. In the, in bus, the bus, as always. Yeah. Well, I don't really all, do anything. I just sit in the bus and drink PBR all day. My man carries it carries us but uh we've been going brad and i combined almost 30 years it's uh, 15 a, each or so i mean i will say it's pretty amazing that this is the start of season five right. i mean this is not uh something that we never we never anticipated doing not it like this more no. than a, a year um we just wanted, what I wanted something to, to do yeah if you're just now joining we started this uh in 2017 um 2018 because there was 2018, just to talk about how much we love the festival, uh, the because logistics that year, of the it. lineup was was light and we had nothing else to talk about. Right. And uh, we found that people all over the country and even the world like it as much as we do. And in the last year, it's developed. You're going to fidget What's with going that on with my hair. What is happening here today? <laughs> and we just figured out that a lot of people like not only Bonnaroo, but all kinds of festivals as much as we do. So. That's why we are here. Consequence picked us up, what, eight, nine, ten months ago. We're part of their network because um, they like music and festivals, too. So anyway, I just thought if somebody just dropped in, like, who the heck are these guys? Who are these idiots? These are these mooks. That's that's how we got here. What's a mook? I'm sorry, I'm not, Barry. That's the mooks. Mooks. That would be a good the band name, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I will say, you know, and maybe it's because of the two years that we've gone through this, um, the, the lead up to this for me, I, I insinuated earlier, I just, I have not been right into it. I really have not been into it. And I guess, you know, I found out a week ago where the big rumor was that the Dixie chicks were going to be our first female headliner after, you know, Lizzo was on the lineup twice. Uh, I mean, I read that and I was like, there's no possible way that that in, in 2021, that is a relevant headliner. And I'll start there. I think that if we were to pick a name that was available to be your first female headliner, Lizzo was not the one. I think we all, you know, settled on Stevie Nicks being that's that's appropriate. 
It's pretty solid pick. That's appropriate. Yeah. Even 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 though I've heard from so many people that go to her shows and say, you know, it's really 50 50. If you get her on a night where she's doing some Fleetwood Mac stuff, you're fine. But if she's doing her stuff, it is a snooze fest. Yeah. So I have no idea what to expect, but I'm, I'm betting that's, uh, you know, I would hope because of the history of Bonnaroo and that Sunday night, you know, legacy act doing just hit after hit after hit. I hope that's uh, at least, you know, you know, it's interesting. Really she's, in that, so. she's in that same stratosphere. Stevie wonder used to be that way. Um, Bob Dylan that way, mm-hmm. Van Morrison, you know, just Van depends Morrison, on what night you get. So. Yeah. yeah. Just depends. But uh, another one, by the way, Van Morrison, another one. I'm, I, I just, I, I, I can't believe they haven't made a call. You know, Van Morrison just seems like he would fit a Saturday afternoon so perfectly at that, Bonnaroo. That, that's way up there on my list. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so I start with Stevie Nicks, and uh, I'll just go through uh, your first impressions, and then we'll go line by line. What do you think so far after you spent uh, here at, uh, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning on a uh, line yeah, day? Yeah, we, we got it a little bit early, so looking at it, uh, I think your first reaction was, eh. And then more I taco and I looked and talked while you were getting set up. There's a, it's not top heavy for me. Stevie Nicks is a, is definite. I want to see the others. I will go and see um, the second line. And then some of the undercar people, there's a lot in there for me. Uh, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss I've seen, she's always terrific. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's an icon. So you got to go see it. Mm-hmm. uh king gizzard i'm glad to see on there goose we've been talking about since their virtual bonnaroo uh japanese breakfast owes us a do-over um briston maroney's on there we like isaiah rashad's a, a chattanooga guy well, well hang on a second you you're going way too fast I, okay st- start start with your initial impressions you, your initial impressions is that even though the top doesn't do anything for you there's nothing there that you like huh on the top well, in the, the whole festival, you mid card down, you feel like there's enough in there for you. Oh, enough in there. Yeah. I thought you said nothing. Yeah. There's enough in there. Um, okay. and I fully expect to find some folks that I've, you know, are new to me. Um, so yeah. Lord it, taco. It's, it's good. There's, there's enough, I think from 2020 and 2021 to kind of like slide in there that, you know, will be good to pick up that we didn't get to see. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something every day that, that I'm interested in. So I think it's good. Um, my initial impression was, man, I really feel old for the first time in my Bonnaroo life. This makes me feel very old. Um, it won't be I, the last uh, time. What's that? <laughs> yeah, no it, kidding. It won't be the last time. I, um, How much of that, because I was thinking about this, goes back to what you were saying earlier, where you sort of checked out. I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I wonder how many new acts have come along in the last two and a half years that I just don't know about. Because I've sort of checked out. Well, I mean, look, I think the first impression of this and, and maybe a lot of these that you don't know, Barry, is because a lot of these, this is the most electronic heavy lineup that they've ever put out. And I think that if you're an electronic music fan, this is just um, a dream come true for you. Uh, yeah. If you are a if you're a classic Bonnaroo person, you probably want to throw up all over your clothes. So, you know, it's going to have, it's going to, I have a feeling it's going to be really polarizing and, you know, at first pass and I, you know, I'm going to reserve the right to change my mind, but at first pass of this, um, it feels like when your ex starts dating someone else, when (laughs) you start looking around and you're like, oh, they've moved on. 
because this doesn't okay. feel like the same festival that I uh, was so excited about two years ago. The lineup that came out two years ago is one of the greatest festival lineups we've ever seen, and it never came to fruition. So we got a watered down version of it last year, and now it feels like there's just it. It's totally different. I mean, this feels like a um, an operation that's not being ran by the, the guys that yeah the same people anymore. Uh, better or worse, I don't know, but this doesn't feel like the Bonnaroo lineups of old. All right, I'll give you that. Um, yeah, there's some there's some lanes in there. There's some acts in there that feel like Bonnaroo of old, but probably not percentage wise. To your point, um, I'll give you that. And and you know some of that has to happen. I mean, we've both done it enough that there've been several years where I felt like that, or, or the, put it this way, the perception from the masses was that that's what's happened. Mm -hmm. This is not the same Bonnaroo. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've done that several times. Well, I think recency bias comes into play with a lot of this stuff. And and that's why it's always the worst lineup ever, the greatest lineup ever. You know, we, we have this recency bias that only accounts for this amount of time that's ever existed in the history of time. So, you know, I don't want to go crazy and say, you know, worst, greatest, anything. It's just, you know, first off, if, if anybody thinks that booking a festival at this point in, in the world is easy, look at Coachella. Coachella is, is <laughs> the stories that I've heard come out of Coachella as to why this band pulled out or this artist doesn't want to do it or this person's asking for this. I mean, it's so batshit crazy, Barry, that I don't even want to repeat it because it, could, it doesn't sound right. I mean, the, the, the demands on the writers that are changing on the daily so that, you know, one person gets this and one, the other person gets that because the ex of the girlfriend of the boyfriend, it's nutty. The stuff that I've heard come out of Coachella just in that world, it's hard to book. But imagine now trying to, you know, add COVID on top of it and, um, you know, budgets being slashed in half. I, I don't know how you book a lineup, to be honest with you. I, I this so just putting something out, congratulations. You deserve all the credit in the world. Um, yeah, you know, I, ter- I totally agree. And I, I keep thinking of our conversation with uh, Stephen and Brian several years ago for that amazing lineup, you know, when you had two guys doing it and there was no COVID, everything was pretty much, you know, they could not pick and choose, but a lot more so than today. So I agree. I mean, I, I can't imagine what all they've, had to deal with people changing their minds, acts breaking up, you know, moving on, going over whatever, all kinds yeah, I of mean, things. I mean, I, I, you can, you can put it, you can put it in the COVID uh, bucket if you want to, but you know, there is, if you just go with surface level here, it's a tad schizophrenic, this lineup it is a tad schizophrenic. And in some ways, sometimes it's really good. You know, you can find uh, a lot of different, uh, bizarre things when it's this schizophrenic, but man, um, when you have, I don't know what the rationale with booking machine gun Kelly is, but, um, there's no world where I understand it. Uh, yeah. you can, you can sell me on a million different things, but, um, there is nobody in this industry that makes me scratch my head more than machine gun Kelly. And frankly, if it, if the argument was a ticket play, I don't really even know if he's if he sells that many tickets. 
Um, he didn't, not every one of his tour dates was sold out on his tour for his, for his latest album. Uh, he came to New Orleans and, you know, I, the report was before it got shut down because of COVID that they sold less than 5,000 tickets for, you know, 15,000, um, you know, person festival. I don't really understand the rationale because he fits nothing that this festival is about. Um, you know, Tool and Stevie Nicks are the closest. They may be the chicks even. I mean, you could even convince me that the chicks fit more about what the Bonnaroo um, mentality is supposed to be than, than any of them. But the rest of it, I'm really struggling to figure out if this is a Bonnaroo lineup or just another festival lineup. Does or, that make sense? Or, yeah. Or what, you know, best they could do this year. Um I don't know. I'm going to wait and see on that one. My worry was um, like Russ said earlier, that there would be days that I didn't, couldn't find anything. And uh, I'm, I'm okay with just about every day. I know only two names on Thursday. I'll be honest with you, but we all know Thursday is discovery day. So that doesn't bother me. Um, but the I'm giving you one right it, now, the dip right yeah. down the dip, right okay. down. the dip. That is a fun show. Wasn't that, a, wasn't that a song by Freak Nasty? <laughs> yeah, it's what you nicknamed your... Never mind. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the other one that makes me laugh is uh, I don't want to... Okay, I'm just going to say it. And, and if I get in trouble, I get in trouble. But um, how the Brook and the Bluff still makes their way to festivals um, is beyond comprehension to me. I know that... The guys might be very nice people, but the people that um, are their representatives, they have done the best sales job on this band that I've ever um, I've ever seen because there's just there's just no metrics to back this up. But yet they find themselves on every festival lineup in the world. I, OK, um, I so go see him. Now you want to see him. Yeah, well, you had him in Chattanooga. We, we did him at uh, we did him for the um, uh, the first uh, Moon River Festival. They were there. Oh, yeah. Oh. They were there at Shaking Ease too. Mm -hmm. Are yeah, you saying they bluffed every... their way in? Well, you know, if you wanted a nice nap in the middle of the day, that's your band. <laughs> that's the guys for you. Um, God love them, though. I mean, I, I don't mean to, to dog on them. It's just it's it's pretty remarkable that they keep finding themselves on on festival lineups. Um, so all right, so that's my initial impression. I I don't want to <laughs> dislike it, but. The mere fact that Machine Gun Kelly is on a lineup makes me so uncomfortable um, because he just doesn't fit anything that's, that that festival is about. The second band that sticks out like a sore thumb for me, and it's because of some recent news that came out about their guitar player and some underage girls that, was, uh, that he was accused of, All Time Low has gone through it the last six months. And they've seen a lot of their shows get canceled. They've seen a lot of their um, shows become underattended. Now, I don't know if that's because of COVID, but also they've got some serious stuff out there, uh, accusations against the guitar player um, with underage girls. Now, um, a lot of that could be incorrect, but it is very surprising that Bonnaroo is, you know, rolling the dice, um, especially when they have a very female presentation on their top line. I'll put it this way. They don't have a female presentation, but they are definitely making sure that they uh, put females first for the first time. 
Now, yeah. by the way, does that mean Lizzo's the first ever female headliner, or will Stevie Nicks be the first ever female headliner, even though Lizzo actually didn't perform? Yeah, depends on how we define it. Um, mm -hmm. Probably gonna. I mean, shoot, that it could be written that Lizzo was the first female artist booked as a headliner for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. uh, by by guys like me. Yeah, uh, but Stevie will be the first to have actually done it yeah. if it happens. Um, okay, so those are my first two thoughts. Now I'll go, let's just start with the headliners. Um, you know, there's not much that you're going to get from us on these headliners. You know, um, uh, you're not looking at the biggest tool fans. Um, you're not looking I, at hip hop fans. I'm, I'm excited about tool. I'm glad they made it on there. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to go see him. I'm not I mean, a huge fan, but doing, you know, uh, went listening back to some stuff. And uh, I could I could definitely hear them on the farm. They fit what sure what you and I talk about all the time. Sure, you know you can hear it in that big field for yeah, sure. I I agree. You know, and, and uh, I Stevie Nicks, like I've said, icon. I want to see J Cole. I listen to one song, and you know my I, I I really only have one or two rules: no misogyny, and you know, um, I'm not uh, a big uh, if you can't think of a better word. I don't, I don't want to hear it. So I won't be there. Yeah. Well, J Cole has what <laughs> I, I really don't like being this negative. I really don't, but by all accounts that 2015 J Cole show was one of the, one of the worst <laughs> shows <laughs> of, of maybe a Bonnaroo history. Uh, I, I just don't know many people that, um, that had, positive things to say about that show but i mean if you went and you liked it then more power to you yeah. uh but it's surprising that me. they that they it's bring not, that kind of stuff back um it was me. instead of going through thursday uh any thoughts on um any of the other headliners any of the top lines the chicks Elenium, flume 21 savage machine gun kelly roddy rich it's almost as if they created th <laughs> three headliners each day that perfectly fit each other mm. yeah okay you know, my, my, I said to you yesterday when we thought the chicks were going to be on the lineup. Um, and I think you're right in that it does feel like they were going to get a female headliner and they, they probably found Stevie. Uh, and I don't know what the chicks show is these days, but my first thought was, I don't want to be coming out of this two and a half years and be preached, preached at. Um, didn't you see, you didn't see him at the moon river? I thought they were great. The Moon River the chicks. Yeah. No. No. I'm, I'm sorry. The, the Dixie Chicks played Moon River. No. 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 Uh. -uh. No. Uh, I don't know who you're thinking of, but um, are River. you thinking about Brandy Carlisle? Oh no! It was the um, it was the uh, oh Barry. It's that band that, that uh, female band that you love so much. Oh well, God! What in the hell was the name of that band? I don't remember. But no, it wasn't the Dixie Chicks. I don't know if the Dixie Chicks have done a show in I, I i wouldn't even know where to guess I, I couldn't tell you the last time the dixie chicks did an actual show i mean they put it on an album and i don't think anybody cared and by the way it's the chicks i, I can't i'm not yeah. supposed to be calling them the dixie <laughs> chicks anymore but um but i they did an album and, and i don't know if anybody really even paid attention to it i don't even think they toured on it uh so you know again very odd poll but again i will say i think it actually is one of the more inspired 
choices because of where it lands. Now, if you put it in the same slot as Stevie Nicks, we probably have some problems, but I have no problem with the chicks being one, two, three, four, five, six down, seven down. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, no, I, it'll, it'll be, it could be a good show. Could be a lot of fun. That, the, my only fun. hesitation is, is I just don't want to be preached at, but uh, I don't care who that is. I don't uh, care let's, who the artist is. I'm going to tell you, you know, I know that, that my first initial impressions they're all painted. I'm going to be very honest. It's all painted by Machine Gun Kelly. Um, so, you know, again, I, I reserve the right to have this lineup grow on me. But my initial impression is so much uncomfort and di or discomfort, rather, because of Machine Gun Kelly. But let's go through Friday, which, you know, for a guy like me, there's a there's a lot there. Uh, Robert Plant, Alison Krauss. Um, I think disclosure is going to sound fine. Lord Huron to me is eh, I, I've, I've had my moments with them. The war on drugs, you know, I, I love with all of my heart. Um, I, he's just so creative. I love this album so much. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. King Gizzard is a band that we've been um, targeting for years. Goose ever since seeing them on the, the stream was great. I know that bleachers and Jack Antonoff gets a, a rough go of it um, so, by some people, but I want he used to be the guitar player for fun. Fun was the only band in the history of Bonnaroo to have a number one single while they were playing Bonnaroo. Right. That in and of itself is incredible. And they were one of the biggest last minute additions on the Bonnaroo poster, maybe, you know, ever, you know, there's not been a lot of, you know, high level additions at the last minute, like Jimmy Buffett is one of them, but fun was one of those last minute additions. And Jack Antonoff got his first, you know, Bonnaroo, uh, that year with fun. Now Jack Antonoff is back, not only doing the bleachers show, but also the super jam. Um, I have no idea what Jack Antonoff's 1984 is, uh, but um, the dude's creative. The dude knows what he's doing. And I don't hate the new bleachers album. I don't hate it. Uh, it you know, I know it, 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 it's polarizing to some people, but you know, it, it could be a lot worse. Um, like you said, Isaiah Rashad, Chattanooga kid, uh, came out of nowhere, mm -hmm. at least an hour, even in our city, people didn't see that coming. Right. Big, big, what hit six months ago. Yeah. Um, so that's and look at him. One. He's on the third line on Friday. Yeah. I'm excited. That's for incredible. Him. I'm excited to see it. He's yeah. got to be the biggest Chattanooga artist to ever play Bonnaroo. Got to be. Yeah, I can't think of anybody bigger at this mm -hmm. point. Uh, so then Still Woozy, and I haven't even left the third line yet. I love right. Still Woozy. So now you go to the next line, uh, Denzel Curry and Japanese Breakfast, Tovlo, Day Glow, and then I think it's going to be the crown jewel of Friday. I am in love with Arlo Parks. She had one of my favorite songs of the year. I love that album so much. Oh, man, Arlo Parks early in the afternoon show on Friday will be the first time, the first show of the, the weekend that really gets me going. Um, is uh, Man, if I stress anything to you, Barry Taco, go listen to Arlo Parks. But let me come back to uh, Japanese Breakfast for a second because you said earlier we are owed a do-over. Uh, <laughs> she's so had true. an amazing... Michelle's going to be on the show with us this season, and she's had a pretty amazing year. Not only she's you know had an album that has been critically acclaimed by every hipster you know magazine blog on the planet but also she's got a number one new york times bestseller she wrote a book as well um 
I can't wait to ask her how the different, what the difference is between the band from three years ago when they played Bonnaroo to now, because one of the most odd, one of the most odd shows we have ever been to as a group was watching Japanese breakfast take 40 minutes to sound check and then to play 25 minutes afterwards. And their set was over. Yeah. Yeah, That's no exaggeration at all. That's exactly what happened. It was so So strange. And and every time we looked around, they're like, well, there was a there was a hip hop guy that played before. And I kept wondering, I was like, I thought they were like the first ones on the stage. They were like, pretty if they weren't first, they were second. They were second. Like and how was, this was so strange. And, and, and the reason why I never bought that as an excuse was I watched them do the uh, hay bell, hay bell station, sorry, hay bell sessions backstage, right? That's right Inside that's the, right. the trailer, there's like two or three people that get to sit in there and watch you record something for Bonnaroo Radio. And they had done that. And I swear to God, had they not spent half an hour sound checking, I wouldn't have believed you that they spent half an hour sound checking on the main st- on this tent. So there was something just not connecting in that space. And for them to come back to Bonnaroo, I, I am so intrigued yeah. with what her, what that transition was like and how different that band must be now. Yeah, I agree. It was weird, wasn't it, Taco? I mean, it was intentional. It wasn't like something broke or, you know, they were trying to hurry. It was, they just oh, taking they took their, time their time. And the they drums took their time. Over yeah. Over and over and over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> it, was, it was like, bizarre. are we getting trolled? Like, is this real? Like, should we go somewhere else and do something else? Like, what's going on? It was it's yeah. so strange. Somebody you remember- go tell them the show started. You know how when uh, you're watching a band sound check and then they start playing a song and you're like, okay, they got it figured out. Now it's time to. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they kept doing that over and over and over. They were playing snippets of songs. Like, is this, is this like a remix? Like, yeah. what's happening? You know, St. Paul came out what the next year and did a sound check and we all kind of went crazy, but it was about 30 seconds or maybe 60 seconds. And he just kind of waved and went back off stage hmm. and then they started that that's even unusual mm-hmm. but the japanese breakfast thing was crazy i've never seen anything like it i'm gonna yeah, go to the next yeah. line on uh on friday because uh there's some interesting stuff here so ty verdes the regrets briston maroney um what, what, weren't there regrets on thursday last year or the year before uh so they, no that was moved. like five years ago barry has it been that long four years ago we interviewed wow. the regrets backstage at bonnaroo and it was that's one right. of the most odd chats we've ever had and they were children i mean i don't give them any blame in this whatsoever we were more to blame than anybody but it was we were very unprepared it sounded terrible and we were talking to children yeah literal children and i i felt really bad about the interview we didn't air it and now they actually have a year that's i mean this year could be a really big year for them um, they've got a song that's you know starting to move on alternative radio. Uh, my station's playing it. We have a show with them in a month. Uh, they seem to have their shit together, and especially the people that back them. I mean, she's she's like best friends with Billie Eilish, you know. So she's got Phineas connections. So they're set up to have a really good run here. Uh, that's the one I would watch. But the uh, of course, Brisson Maroney's been on the show before. Uh, Ty Verdes is a. Uh, he'll probably be on the show this year. This kid's, you know, sort of a pop alternative act. Um, he's got a, a pretty big hit at pop radio. But the one I want to, the other one I want to point you to, other than Arlo Parks on Friday, I love Claude. 
C-L-A-U-D. I love her. I love her. I love her. Talk about an, another song that was in my top fives of the year. I, she's incredible. Uh, my buddy Chris Muckley at Sirius XMU, probably the guy that found her and uh, started you know, blowing her up on, on, on Sirius XMU. But man, um, I know that there's in my own, I can talk out of both sides of my mouth here. I know that I'm irritated and sort of uncomfortable with, with Machine Gun Kelly and J. Cole and Roddy Rich and Flume, 21 Savage. But, you know, I start digging in on Friday. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I just rattled off saying. 15 bands that I could watch on Friday. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, uh, it's better than, than at uh, first blush. All right. Yeah, there's uh, definitely. All right. You want to take Saturday? You want to, what do you think about Saturday? Saturday is probably for me, the, the not weaker. It's the one where I know fewer people. Okay. Uh, tool. Like I said, I, I can picture them on the farm um, and definitely want to check it out. Billy strings. Uh, I, you know, talking about zeitgeist. I know what, two years ago he was, he was everybody's next big thing or, or one of them. Uh, Mark Rubulat is, um, was on what the last two or one. Yeah. Um, Look, I, I don't care what anybody says about Mark. That dude's show is so fun. Yeah. It's all it I've ever. Yes. You can, you can, you can dog him out all you want to for being a goofball or whatever, but that show is a blast. It is an absolute blast. Yeah. And then uh, Ludacris, I'll go. That's a for sure. I got to check out. All right. Well, I'm going to stop you at Ludacris because uh, there's other ones, you know, in there that that I want to talk to talk about before you get to Ludacris. Like, for instance, churches, churches, churches. canceling, you know, their Germany dates to come over to uh, America and do uh, to do Bonnaroo. Mount Joy also been on the show before. Uh, but Ludacris, would you rather have Nelly or Ludacris? Ludacris. Me personally, ludicrous, uh -huh. but but we've already seen the line. show. It was they, he was just here. You saw it. I didn't see it. He just did this. Yeah, I didn't see it. And what has he done between then and now to make that show any different? Again, uh, these are part of the thing that I like about this festival and festivals mm -hmm. in general is that I I wouldn't buy a ticket for you know ninety percent of them or ninety five. But the fact that I can see him uh, along with everything else, it's worth it's worth checking out. I know, but I, I, I think you're missing my point. He was just at Bonnaroo. Uh, you know, that's one of those things that comes up every now and then with Bonnaroo fans. Uh -huh. But they repeat acts all the time. I know so that, I but most most acts that. like Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa, who was there one year and then came back the next year to get on the main stage, at least put an album out that yeah, year. Fair enough. Fair what enough. is Ludacris? I, <laughs> I just I, can't. I, I can't answer. I don't know. I don't know what the show is going to be different. I don't yeah, know what's don't different know. about the show. I have it no is, idea. Okay. Um, so then you get Judah and Lion and Mount Joy, and then we come to uh, uh, All Time Low. Uh, by the way, Mount Joy, I'm sorry, Judah and Lion is going to be on uh, this season with us. Um, Good. I like Slow Tie. Slow Tie is a, a really fun one. And then you come to Ash. Ash has got a, uh, a little bit of heat, especially on the West Coast. Uh, the, uh, the LA kids really like the ash. Uh, she's got some Phineas connections as well. Uh, and then, you know, our, our old favorite from years and years and years ago, the, I think it might even be the very first ever root clue is the pigeons playing pin, ping pong. Um, somebody might with, with a better historical 
accuracy tell me if pigeons playing ping pong was the first ever rue clue but i think that they might be that's how long they've uh, they've been around and how much the bonnaroo people love them yeah I, that's yeah that's that's our jam band that's the only one left on the list that i have any clue about to be honest. really well let me yeah. introduce the backseat lovers i like these guys a lot um they could they they can get into they don't jam but they get into some long um pieces a uh, really good rock outfit uh, i think they, they deserved a better shot at radio um they've got a song called kilby girl that i'm a big big fan of uh and i outfit what are you dick clark all of a sudden yeah <laughs> He's a tall drink of water, I say. A good little, that's a good little combo, these guys. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Femi Kuti. Femi Kuti. Um, okay. uh, and then, oh, our boy Patrick Droney is back. Do you remember Patrick Droney? I do remember the name, yeah. I do. Yep. Three year, was it three years ago? We, we, we brought this name up. We're like, who is Patrick Droney? And then we ended up liking the song. Didn't we even yep. have him on the show? Did we talk to Patrick uh, Droney? I don't know I if we, we talked did. to him. Yeah, we did like it. I think we actually had that kid on the air. I think. Well, we said we were going <laughs> to remember. <laughs> we said we we're going to have a big meetup at the Patrick Droney show, didn't we? Was that, the, was that it? <laughs> I mean, it might have been, but no, we never went to the Davey. show. Davey was the Davey. Davey, That's right. Davey was yeah. the meetup, but we actually never went to the Patrick Droney show, even though. He's got that one song that we all seem to like that none of us can remember. We're not gonna remember, right? He's a good singer, man. I like that. He's a good singer-songwriter. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, again, I go through this, and we're all the way to Sunday, and I've skipped over every electronic act, and I'm sorry about that. I just don't have it. I don't. I don't have the combination to the lock that is electronic music. I have been very open about this. I don't know any of these. <laughs> artist and i don't necessarily think i should be talking about something that i have no idea about yeah i and i don't think we have to apologize either i mean you can't like everything well it's um, just not my lane i mean i just don't know who sh shipwreck right. is no I, I i think i don't apologize okay. I mean, I, you know you can't like everything you can't know everything and it always bothers me when people try to act like oh yeah i know that Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, moon I know. Comet. How dare yeah. you? Yeah. Moon Comet. I quit trying to do that a long time ago because I kept getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my God, I did one the other day. Oh, I felt like the biggest asshole. I was talking to a uh, record guy. I'm not even gonna say the band. I'm not even gonna say the band. But I was so convinced. Yeah, <laughs> so convinced <laughs> the certain sound of this band, and he's like, "Are you sure you're not talking about blankety blank?" Like, no. No, it is not like that. And then I did a quick Google search and I couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. I could not have been more wrong. I, you know, I thought that it, like insert, I'll just tell you who it was. It was Rufus the Soul. I got it so completely wrong. I thought it was like some sort of like, oh, forget it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, like I said, <laughs> I've done it too many times. <laughs> too um, many times. I get to Sunday. And um, I, I think to me, the one that stands out and the one that, uh, if there's a can't miss on Sunday, uh, I mean, who would pass up the opportunity of seeing Herbie Hancock? Who? Who would do this? Yeah. Talk uh, about an absolute banger parade. That is going to be the most fun show of the entire weekend. And I, I don't know if anybody will talk about it. Um, well, it may, it may fall in that uh, Lionel Richie 
uh, category where you mm. don't think people, you know, but, but Bonnaroo folks are a pretty intelligent crowd. Most of them know their history and between, uh, he and Stevie Nicks, man, that's a lot of rock and roll music mm-hmm. history right there. So mm-hmm. yeah, it don't pass up seeing Herbie. Um, um, with that being said, uh, the artist that I love the most on this day is Nathaniel Rateliff. Um, yep. I'm obsessed with Nathaniel Rateliff. I love the new album. Um, plus, I just love walking around the house screaming, son of a bitch! <laughs> son of a one bitch! Son yeah. of one bitch! Can't stop guy. doing it. What, what do that. you do for a living? I'm that guy. I'm the I'm son of a guy. bitch guy. In son of a bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of just walking down the street looking like the way that he looks and somebody just screaming, son of a bitch! Yeah. I want so, to see uh, that one. And, I do too. Uh, and I, I, and I have a feeling that, that you'll find Nathaniel Rateliff. If he's there throughout the weekend, he'll pop up everywhere. That dude just loves playing and he just, he just, just doesn't need much. You know, he's just one of those right. guys that just shows up and can yeah. be cool, look cool, act cool, play cool. Everything about him is, is just the personification of cool. I want to see all them witches too. Me too. Oh. That's, that's been on my list. Okay. Um, so you got, uh, of course, Rez, Puss of Fire. Wallows, um, sort of a, um, I mean, I don't want to get too crazy here and mean, but a little bit of a whiny alt-rock band. Uh, Tash Sultana, oh, God, I love her. She's just a they. She might be a they, to be honest with you. I don't know the proper pronoun, but incredible artist. Coin from Nashville, Nashville's own coin. Um, you know, they they're were expecting River, were they not talking? They were. Yes, they were. They they're, were. they're expecting some big things out of them. And then um, a girl that I met in Miami years and years ago, her name is Fletcher. She had a massive hit like three, four years ago um, and just really, really hasn't been able to capture that lightning in a bottle again. Um, I kind of think that she wants to be, if you remember the artist a couple of years ago, Banks, um, mm. You know, she's got a little bit of that in her. Uh, the jaded ex-girlfriend route is sort of her angle. And um, I really hope she does well because I find her to be just an absolute sweetheart uh, who, who, you know, in fact, did I have her running of the Chihuahuas? I was just thinking that. <laughs> I think I, was I about did. to ask you. <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> I'm almost sure that you did. Mm, I might have done that. That's true. Yeah, she's been here, and I'm I'm pretty sure you you radio station brought her here. I think so. Um, you got the lettuce in there too, and um, that's about all I can talk about on Sunday. Um, well, you, you you skipped over Pusiver real quick, but that's another. Oh, yeah, that's, Maynard, yeah, that's, that's, that's you. another Maynard band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's a that's a Lord Taco angle. I uh I I I, I couldn't. I don't think I could pick pick out one of their songs. <laughs> like I could do it. <laughs> I mean, I really have, I have a tough I time. I don't know how many, I don't know how many of their songs we could say on the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I smell a game. I smell a game coming. <laughs> nice. See, you no, found no. a bunch. We all found, we all found enough. And uh, like I said, we haven't even done the deep dive yet. So, uh, you know, there'll be some acts on there that I, I know I will have never heard of that I'll end up liking. But you might be right. There might be a whole lot more EDM than I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hello there. This is Brad Steiner. This is Barry Corder. And after you check out the latest episode of the What Podcast, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including... Rootsland. It's an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Or Kyle Meredith with where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by our guy, Kyle Meredith. New episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Head to Consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. There's yeah. no babies. There's no babies on this line. A little no babies. It's really, no a, babies. It's really a good point. There is not one baby for Lord Taco. I don't see one baby. I don't hard. see any little babies, da babies. I don't see them. It's hard to do in this day and age. I mean, can why do they hate babies? Yeah. What, what is with Bonner's anti-baby yeah. policy? Mm-hmm. They're anti-babyites. <laughs> Somebody get them on the phone right now and figure Let's out why they hate babies so much. Why do you hate baby I know. Why, why are they what? so uh, babist? <laughs> why do you hate babies? Why do you hate babies so much? Uh, dear, dear Ashley Caps. <laughs> what is your problem with babies? He leaves and they hate babies. Or what is your problem with babies? Now I'm I'm looking through some some Pussifer uh song titles. I don't see anything that's too outrageous here. Bullet Train to Iowa, the underwhelming, kill mom, kill dad, kill, 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 kill. Uh <laughs> what would you, wait, is that not real? <laughs> I don't see anything. I don't see anything too too crazy here. But yeah, that's a that's a Maynard. There's another Maynard band. I, I think, I think it'll problem, be fun. So I don't have a problem with Tool. I really don't. And and look, I I'm pretty honest and and forthright when it comes to the you know things that I like and dislike on the show. But uh, Tool is always difficult for me because I was never able to tell the difference between Tool and Nine Inch Nails. I always had a difficult time deciphering the two, really? and. Yeah, and, and there was just a moment in the world where, you know, the tool sound, the Nine Inch Nails sound, and you could probably even get to like Marilyn Manson and, and on. I just never got there, right? And never connected. I was on a different plane. I was in, you know, I was on Neutral Milk Hotel and Death Cab and The Shins and, you know, whiny, you know, angsty shit like that. I was never into the tool and, and, that side of it so i i don't know much to say about it unfortunately um yeah i so like i said so i, I have get to, it don't i have apologize. to punt to other people when it comes to stuff like this I mean, there's a whole period of music that i missed because i was you know raising babies or whatever so i understand you know or, or my maybe we can get raising babies for the lineup raising babies yeah raising there's your babies. baby so so barry is not anti-baby I'm very not anti baby. Anti-baby. That is very is pro baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am a baby, so I'm pro baby. <laughs> <laughs> I will be that baby. Um, uh, anything else? Any? Let's go through any more. Oh yeah, the super jam, and then finally the super jam with Jack uh, Antonoff. Um, I boy, uh, they are really milking Jack Antonoff. Uh, there is something in me that thinks that he might just find himself somewhere else, like a, uh, you know, like a like a campground and late at night doing something um something tells me they're gonna parade him around like the Haley williams of yeah. 2022 probably i'm trying to look through the rest of the release that we got early to see if there's any big news we'll you know we'll come back and talk about the the camps and the all those things tickets go yeah. on sale thursday 
uh, for people who don't know. The one I don't know that I am, am immediately intrigued by, Black Tiger Sex Machine. Give me some more Black Tiger Sex Machine. I do uh, see that uh, they've added uh, Chattanooga shuttles. Really? Mm -hmm. How about that? Look at you. That's new to my knowledge. They've had from Nashville, but now they're adding from Chattanooga. So, well, they added that last year, but Did last year didn't happen. So, never happened. No, so. people are still waiting on that bus to go. Still <laughs> yeah, they're, sitting. They're and still waiting. standing out there. Yeah, I paid for it. Um, um but yeah, yeah we'll get right. into all that later and several other things. Uh, we've ta I talked to. Longtime listeners will remember the name Jeff Quayar. He's no longer with Live Nation or AC, but he has been with had been with the festival since its beginning. Uh, he's changed jobs, so he'll be a guest coming up. I'm looking forward to that. He has will have some great insights into the industry and changes and how it's developed and where it's going and all that. Um, and we officially and this is officially the start of season five, huh? This is it. This that is, is it. correct. Wow. Season five, episode one. What are the big, uh, what are the big change? We don't have a new set. Um, uh, we have, we don't have, we haven't added a new character. Do we have a love triangle this year? Is there, I'm trying to think it's like what happens on the drama. OC in the new season. So, <laughs> oh, I added a dog. Hey, dog. Hey, Marigold. Hey, baby. Um, there's a, there's no dashboard. So I won't, I won't, uh, pick up a dashboard mom, unfortunately. You know, the news <laughs> just came out this morning. Dashboard and Jimmy Eat World are coming to New Orleans. I uh, saw in that. March, March 21st. Yeah. You ready? Uh, maybe. A lot of moms. There, there's a lot I, of moms. I, I wonder who the mom act is for this. Oh yeah, let's see. You know, you know what? I bet that you would do really well with Dixie Chick moms. I bet there's going to be a lot of moms at the Chick show. Wear that PBR hat. Not a yep. Nothing I'm wearing it right now. Nothing since thighs a quiver. <laughs> and we also should mention uh i don't know when if it'll be this week or next or how soon but we'll be talking about some of the other festivals too right the other lineup announcements uh, i mean if, if coachella ever happens we'll yeah. see uh um, you know there there have been a few that have come out over the last couple of weeks that i'm actually really intrigued by somebody's gonna have to explain to me what fyf festival is um i don't know how do you i don't is it fife i've never heard of it so i don't know but this lineup is absolutely incredible it has got everything that i've ever wanted in a festival lineup in one place um I, i'd love to sort of dive into that one because i don't know what it is i've never heard of it and it's somewhere in in la uh there's a redondo beach uh festival that's nothing but 90s bands it's like smashing pumpkins 311 and then weezer oh and black pumas like it just the weirdest combination, mm -hmm. uh, but boy, if you love the nineties head to Redondo beach. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a few more. Oh, and then the other thing that I found out is, is churches is, is going to be doing uh, a whole bunch of festivals, including uh, ACL later on this year. Like they were, I mean, I think churches was there last year too. Um, but you got the ACL festival coming. I, I just don't think that, you know, voodoo is happening. Um, you know, the Buku lineup is out. You know, there's there's several other festivals that are coming, but the big one to drop is is Coachella. And the fact that they can't seem to find a third headliner uh, has gotten everybody. Here's let me ask you guys this as as Bonnaroo lifers. If what was happening with Bonnaroo, if what was happening at Coachella right now is happening with Bonnaroo, how panicked would you be? 
Um, I panicked. Doesn't enter into it anymore. I mean, really? after what we've been through, huh. no. I mean, you know, we've joked about it every year. Lineup comes out, we love it. Week later, we hate it. Three months later, we're not going because they've changed the entire universe around and they're screwing us all up. And then we go and it's great. So I just don't even <laughs> don't even worry don't about it anymore. All. No, not like that. Um, every, I mean, if it was two years ago, it would be concerning. But so much has happened, like you said at the beginning of the show, that I just, you know, it's wait and see. Panic when it happens to to me anymore. Or if if panic is even the right word. But I understand what you're saying, but it's just, you know, adapt. I don't know how else to put it. Well, man, I, I gotta I'm gonna come back to this one more time. Uh first off, uh I think that I'd be really panicked and very confused if I was a Coachella lifer like we are Bonnaroo lifer. I can't imagine what they're going through where every day they think they're getting a lineup and then every day they're like, oh, we lost another headliner. <laughs> Start over. Um, but Man, I keep coming back to this. This festival is about acceptance. It's about love. It's about um, community. It's about taking care of each other. All of the, the wonderful things that we pull out of Bonnaroo. And one of their headliners is Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I mean, I just can't get around that. I can't get around it. I did changing the subject but you mm -hmm. you reminded me uh, i've had several conversations this week with people involved and you know we along with everyone else has raised the issue of communication what happened you know with bonnaroo they're always so great at communicating marketing social media all of that stuff and the reality is just like we thought they've just been short-staffed and when uh, when the thing started back up it was, you know, uh, drinking from a fire hydrant type of stuff. They had too much to do. Um, so just what we thought it was, I don't, it wasn't, you know, a conspiracy. It was just not enough people to do the job at hand. Sure. So, sure. Sure. You know, we'll I mean, what I, happens going forward. I mean, I, that's why I think that any lineup that you put out in this environment on the scale of Bonnaroo or Coachella you know, is, is a win. Congratulations. I mean, you get all the credit in the world uh, for being able to put something together. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I really could, I mean, I, this lineup would have been fine for me if one name was. You're, you're not going to let that go. I'm <laughs> not going to let it go. I really just can't let it go. I'll tell you, we had the, like, I interviewed him. I interviewed him about a, uh, about a year ago in deep quarantine. And um, I just, I've never like the, you know. I get it. I, I, I've i asked you. I don't understand. I was doing what... laundry. I'll put it that way. The guy was doing laundry during the interview, oh, you know, nice. <laughs> like on video, like <laughs> emptying out his dryer. <laughs> Only multitask. Yeah, he's a... I mean, it's impressive. The man's doing his own laundry. Yeah, honestly. Oh, is. and the That's other thing, point. too, about Machine Gun Kelly, I, I will say he loves New Orleans. He actually owns a house in New Orleans. He uh, was filming a movie here with Pete Davidson for a while. And um, it's so weird. You say that, man, I was going to say, that's the one act I don't get. I've told you that before. I don't understand what his talent is. I don't understand why we talk about him ever. 
Yeah, I mean, he before Saturday Night Live, I mean, he was a pretty good comic. I don't know he, what he does on Saturday Night Live, but anyway, that's so just he, me. That's my one. So they're they're doing a movie here, and they always end up at this bar in Uptown called The Saint. And he loved this bar so much, he bought a house across the street. And that's, that's hardcore. I know, I know. I've got a bar here in my neighborhood that I don't <laughs> want to leave the neighborhood because it's my favorite bar. I get on. In fact, <laughs> it's right here. Man. Yeah, what a pals. There you go. Nice. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I will give him, you know, that he, he does love the city of New Orleans. He really does. They apparently love that bar. He love the city. All right. Um, then there you go. Anything else? I guess it's uh, time to start, you know, rallying the troops and finding some, uh, some people to talk to, huh? Yep. All right. Yeah. Yep. Now we got to put together a whole season of this. We got to work. Are we 16 yeah, weeks we'll away? Something like that. I think we're 16 weeks away. I can't believe it. Happy line of death. Consequence Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.